0: Hello, everyone! Welcome to Take the Black Live. I am Dan Selke, the editor of WinterIsComing.net, and I'm here with Mia Johnson, editor at Fansetter.com. We are here to talk to you about all things Game of Thrones, Song of Ice and Fire, Star Wars, Comic Con, what we do in the shadows now, books, television, movies, anything pop culture, sci fi, fantasy related. And we are coming to you from our homes because we for, I'm going to go ahead and say the third month, I mean like the 13th week, we are not at an office, not in a studio, because the coronavirus is out there, tearing through society. Mia, how are you doing?
1: Well, that's one way to put it, you're going to strike some fear into me, it's tearing through society. No, 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 I'm doing good for what it's worth, just another day rolling on, being myself. How about you? I'm doing
0: pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten used to it. Although, I think our first topic today, and thanks to everybody who's watching, feel free to comment and weigh in. We'd love to hear your thoughts, opinions, hot takes, cold takes, whatever you got. Um, our first topic today is, you know, the coronavirus has been, to society, it's upended a lot of major events that are supposed to be planned, including, mm-hmm. usually around this time, we would be getting psyched up about uh, San Diego Comic-Con, which is the biggest... Yeah. Top culture event of the year, pretty much right like that. And I would say see, yeah, it's like, right. In the, it's, in the, it's in the top five, definitely. But this year, obviously um, can't hold it in person. Can't go to San Diego. Can't pack a thousand people into one auditorium and have them all go to panels <laughs> and get sick and be super carriers or whatever. So what are they doing instead?
1: Well, Comic-Con has found alternative and they're going to do Comic-Con at home. You guys just saw the logo. I think that just went up right there. So, I mean, basically they're doing pretty much what everyone else has been doing, even us. And they're like, well, if you can't (laughs) attend Comic-Con, uh, we'll just do some stuff at home where you can watch virtually and online. And for Um, free, right? And for free, yeah, I was going to say that's a good thing is that everybody can watch. You don't need, like, a pass or, like, if you didn't get a pass to Comic-Con, you know, um, for this year, it's all free and open to everybody and streaming, like, on YouTube. So it's very, it really uh, accessible to everyone. Um, So it'll be happening Wednesday, July 22nd through July the 26th, which is a Sunday. It's basically, like, the whole Comic-Con schedule uh, that they had in mind. Anyway, now, let's see some highlights. And they've got, I would say, they've got a considerable good lineup here. So, Star Trek, um, sure. where they'll, you know, get the shows together, talk about stuff like Picard and all the other 20,000 spinoffs that they have.
0: Yeah, I think that that one's like all the shows are together. So, like Picard, yeah. the Lower Decks, Discovery, um, Strange New Worlds are all going to have a giant Star Trek blowout, which is nice. Yeah. I
1: really imagine cool.
0: like all the actors would just be like, in their homes, just like doing what we're doing now, just like Skyping in or Zooming in, and just you can watch them talk.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They didn't really say, I don't think, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me to like have them in a studio and do okay. it like remotely. I think it, it'll literally just be like this. Um, is Dark Materials, which is coming up on season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazon Prime's The Boys. The Walking Dead, they've got like panels for three shows. <laughs> oh, yeah. Separate
0: yeah. panels for I The Walking like, wow. Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, and The Walking Dead. Oh, what's the third one called? Beyond something. I forget. Yeah. One of the kids.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so that's that. And then like even on top of that, HBO's Lovecraft Country and Agents of Shield. So they got a lot of stuff. uh, World Beyond. World Beyond. beyond. For you, they've got what we do in the shadows, Bob Spark, Simpson, Archer, and individual panels with uh, Charlie Stair, Nathan, (laughs) and Josh Whedon. I don't know why.
0: I mean I know why like he, he, <laughs> he's a big name in, in this yeah. stuff. So what we just said, yeah. they have, there is an individual panel for Buffy, the vampire slayer creator and Avengers director, Joss Whedon. I mean, I imagine they planned this before his justice league. Um, yeah. Uh, colleagues uh, kind of accused him of unprofessional behavior. I mean, I'm a little surprised. I mean, honest to God though, we still have no details. Is this gonna be an opportunity to get the details? People just ask questions unrelated to it. I don't know. We'll see.
1: Yeah, really, I things. think they're gonna oh, what were you gonna say?
0: Um, nothing go on.
1: Oh yeah. I was gonna say I think they're gonna dance over it for Josh Whedon and maybe just keep it light, but you never know. They might ask something tough. Uh, so yeah, I was I was wondering out of all of those, which one or maybe something I didn't mention were you most excited
0: about? Okay, I literally, I'm not kidding, the one I'm most excited about is what we do in the shadows, because I just <laughs> binged that show on Hulu, the FX drama vampire comedy half hour, the shadows, such a good show, so funny, so inventive, so fresh, so I, I love it a lot. I am now fully want to see a third season. I am fully excited to see what they have to say. The biggest one, they did say that for The Walking Dead, when they are going to reveal like the air date for the Season 10 finale Which we're still waiting on Because that show Aired like all It's episodes but not the Finale because it couldn't like Edit it in time before the coronavirus Tore apart their studio or whatever But you know Sooner later is better than never And they're going to reveal that Um, Beyond that I mean I'm sure the Star Trek one is important I mean do you love Comic-coms Mia? Because I feel like you've talked about going to these events and like, yeah, and, like,
1: yeah, yeah. I think for me, um, it really is. I think my body just like knew, cause this would have been my third year in a row. And I was like, I really like, why, why aren't I getting ready to go to uh, California right now? It was so, so <laughs> sad for me. So far, yeah. And, um, yeah, there there's something about just like having to getting to be there in person getting just to, to be in. It's like you can feel the energy in the room. It's like electric. It's yeah, cool, like, cool. see the stars come out. Um, And there were some like, you know, big moments that happen on stage that you can't miss, you know, that you can't really get virtually kind of like the marble. Uh, I don't know if you remember last year, with like Taika Waititi. And, <laughs> you know, he's like announcing Jane Foster is coming back, and she's gonna be Thor, and they've got like that big picture of her holding a it's hammer. It's depressed. like you, you can't do that, you know, with little Zoom chats and you're in, you know, in video squares. Um, something else that happened, like Game of Thrones, when they had the coffee cup game <laughs> and everybody came out with coffee cups, <laughs> uh, you know, to just just to poke fun at that. And I was in that room, and that was so funny to be like, oh my gosh, it, it, you know, everyone is there, and you're like starstruck. Um, and so I feel like it loses some of the magic when you're not there and you you, it it, it's just a whole nother vibe i think and i don't know i'll I'll figure out (laughs) it should be you know fun still
0: i can feel that i mean as someone who i've never been i've already just like seen it from afar i I, it is kind of like a you had to be there sort of thing because like Mm -hmm. to me I, i like i hear what happened i'm like i don't know if being there would have really helped me personally. <laughs> but then again, then I've gone to Con of Thrones where I've like been on panels and I've always had a lot of fun doing that.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, that there is something you lose when it's not there with an audience and you're talking to people. It, it, it is a good time. Yeah. Um, do you think this kind of a downgrading of comic con is indicative of a downgrading of the event permanently? I mean, like what if this happens and people are like, well, it still went off, and the really? world's still here. Do we really need to spend all this money every year? Because folk are talking about that, like with E3, for example. Mm. Like that show um, has it, it is the big video game conference every year, and it's been kind of yeah. getting it, it's been kind of getting smaller, and there are big companies that are just not coming to it anymore because they're like, why don't we just do our own thing? And now yeah. we have like DC doing the DC Fan Gome in August. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, we'll just do our own thing.
1: Yeah, Marvel is, 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 like, Marvel Studios, they're like, we're not, yeah, we're not going to be part of this. Uh, But I still think that there's something to take home from, like, just that feeling of being there. And, um, you know, this has been going on, this would have been, like, the 51st Comic-Con. So they've been going on for, like, half a century. That was impressive. And I, I think that before it even became, like, what is netflix marvel hulu fox want to show off or showcase and all that stuff it was really about you know comic book nerds coming together getting to do star trek cosplay getting to do i don't know star wars and all those you know really nerdy fandoms. so that is you know one of the the selling points of going to comic con when you walk like their downtown area you see people with like you know their spider-man or their Stormtrooper, all all those sorts of things. I really, I don't think that you can beat having like the Comic Con. There's just you have to go to see it. There's just so much (laughs) going on. There's people everywhere. You know, might might make you a little scared nowadays. You know, you don't want to like catch a bite. Yeah, it definitely the swarm of people that I was around last year (laughs) like gives me anxiety now. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't think that it'll like this will be a permanent model. I think that they're really going to try to keep it in San Diego, keep it in the convention center and all, all right.
0: that. I, I got to say, you are kind of selling me on, on the idea oh my of, gosh, uh, yeah. of the event of it. And the, the other people, <laughs> the first people obviously not going to happen now. At the end of the day, that kind of thing just isn't possible. Save a vaccine. So this is the world we're in. Um, but I'm going to hear you're optimistic. What do you guys think about Comic-Con or the lack thereof? Comment. Y'all being so quiet. Come on, get in there. I don't <laughs> know what you think. Let me know, and then I will respond. Um, any other thoughts on Comic-Con, the lack of Comic-Con, Super Comic-Con, events in general? Oh,
1: man. Yeah, yeah. I am um, looking forward to? What am I looking for? Oh, yeah. I'm looking actually forward to uh, Marvel does have one TV show that they're going to, well, next to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, Hell, Hellstrom. Oh. Um it, which' is about the son of Satan now they released right. some first look pictures um it's an old comic book, and I was like, the pictures are kind of boring. These are just like two people talking, two people holding umbrellas. I was like, I need this to be a comic book, you know show Marvel, <laughs> so hopefully maybe they'll release a trailer uh next weekend and we'll I'm get sure to see it look a little more exciting, but this is kind of like the last leg of Marvel, like the Marvel television legacy before everything is just pushed to disney plus
0: so yeah I mean,
1: one last shot
0: i'm kind of shocked that it even exists if yeah. there's like not on disney plus but then again yeah. hulu is we should remind people of this hulu is just disney
1: yeah like yeah, it's, it's
0: right. not like it's a win for the little guy or anything <laughs> like it's still disney it's the exact same thing i mean there we go harry says dragon con is canceled here in atlanta um, yeah, not, not shocked. It mm. um, sounds like everything is getting canceled everywhere. Um, I'm sure there will still be announcements. Like, Yeah. You can still put a trailer together remotely. Yeah. Easy enough. yeah. I'm sure we'll get some stuff. Um, speaking of, is Disney not there at all, really?
1: Uh, Disney has some weird stuff. They've got like the Phineas and Ferb movie is coming out. Um, hey. There's another like Marvel. Live action show, not like live action, like nonfiction show, and then something from National Geographic. So it's like, eh.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, not, not they're not putting like their Falcon of the Winter Soldier, Wandavision no, stuff,
1: no. and they've got D twenty three, which comes out every so often to their own convention. So they're like, we're good. Star Wars has their own convention. They're like, we're good.
0: <laughs> exactly, so many conventions, so much money to be made in that. Speaking of Star Wars, one of the big news items this week, other than the ninth birthday of the popular fiction book, A Dance with Dragons, which turned nine, by the way, this week, the wow. last book in the Song of Ice and Fire series, almost 10 years old, and still has no little sibling to um, no. to warm it, maybe it's very so soon. That would be funny a announcement like that. I just want to honor that. Here's my incredibly beaten, weather-worn, uh pulverized copy good lord it really is disgusting i should get a harder cover <laughs> something or other um one of the other big announcements this week was that disney is making another new star wars program bad batch about the about like several i haven't seen the show it's like a <laughs> spin-off of the clone wars it's yep. a bunch of uh clone soldiers who are kind of independent from the hive mind and will follow their adventures after the Clone Wars. I wanted to bring this up mainly not because I'm, well, let me start with this. Are you into this, Mia? Because you have seen Clone Wars more than I have.
1: Probably barely as much as you have. I, I think I get the most knowledge of Clone Wars based on other people's stories that I read about the Clone Wars, so I know what's going on but I haven't really like sat down to soak uh, soak it up myself. But I think a lot of people were pretty excited for this nonetheless, because it is kind of like a continuation of the animated line as far as, um, you know, Star Wars goes because the Clone Wars was on for such a long time and it was like, like, how do we do? (laughs) So yeah, that's an interesting uh, uh, group of characters to pick. I'll say, um, And it's interesting, though, that they weren't going to give us, I don't, hmm, do I know what happens to Ahsoka after the Clone Wars?
0: I do. A little bit. I've edited articles about
1: it. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, okay. But yeah, I was like, hmm, it's interesting that, you know, instead of focusing on her, I think it still maybe shows that they want to keep her for live action versus animation.
0: Oh, yeah. I was going to say, just because she's not going to feature in a Clone Wars spin-off show doesn't mean they're not going to have a show about her. So being a popular character, they're going to have shows, which is my real point, about everything. (laughs) So I want to talk about this because we've talked before about how Disney is kind of having this new Star Wars TV strategy. And the strategy Mm -hmm. seems to be completely bury people in new Star Wars content. I mean, if if this bad batch spin-off animated show was like an isolated thing, I'd be like, "Oh, cool! They're really gonna pour their energy into it." I'm sure they will, but this is the latest in a long line of Star Wars shows <laughs> they have announced, starting with The Mandalorian, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting a Cassian Andor show, a Rogue One prequel. We're getting a show about Obi Wan Kenobi, played by Ewan McGregor. Now we're getting this. Bad Batch animated show, and we are also probably getting these are more rumors, but they're basically true a show about Ahsoka Tano, played by Rosario Dawson and maybe one about a character named Grand Admiral Thrawn, who is a Star Wars person I'm not very familiar with. So again, they are giving us a network of um, Star Wars programs, not just like a show here or there. Like they're going hard. Yeah. They're basically building a Star Wars empire. What do you think of that, Mia?
1: I think again I'm I'm pro all the Star Wars TV. Ideally I would like to say okay if you're, if you are going to go all in on the TV route, let's make sure that we actually do step away from the movies cuz I don't know if there's still anything in the pipeline as far as movies um you, thing. oh well there we go we <laughs> yeah, so have no yeah. whatever he's doing then and and that's still kind of like who knows how far down all of these really are who knows how far down the line maybe except another bad batch is supposed to come out next year um i think cassie and andor is like kind of along the way so yeah, I you 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 would think this is kind of like a Star Wars person's dream. They're like, oh, yeah. I get all these things. Yeah, so. to to explore, you know, characters that don't get as much time to explore places that don't get as much time. Um, whatever has just been like brewing in the mind of George Lucas or whatever's carried over. There's
0: okay. <laughs> oh, George Lucas is long <laughs> severed from this franchise.
1: I know. I know. He. he, he he probably wrote, you know, some notes on a post-it and they tossed it in the trash
0: can. He, he sold it for a billion dollars and then was yeah. like, I can't believe what they did to my franchise. Yeah. Like, take yeah. your billion dollars, buy a private island, and just hang out.
1: Wasn't that in the, uh, the Bob Iger book where I think they were talking about, like, discussing some of George Lucas's ideas for the, you know, the Disney canon? And they're basically like, no, we're just going to slam dunk this in the trash.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Even- but I'm sorry, after you get paid a billion dollars for your ideas, I don't think you have really, you're not really entitled to have input.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, That it's sad to say, but, I mean, yeah, that's the game. Um, I'll, I'll mention briefly, uh, my brother showed me this video where these they're like two movie critics, and in one of their videos, they were looking at, um, it was talking about Darth Vader, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna say bless you even though that
0: wasn't on, <laughs> on the mic the sound was off it happened yeah
1: <laughs> it was a silent movie i
0: appreciate but, it
1: but um in this video they were reading either george lucas's notes or whoever's notes about Anim- anakin skywalker in his darth vader outfit and just how bothersome it was he had names for every single part on darth vader's suit like a, a, a t9 switch or a f7 box um, down to the detail of like every time Anakin Skywalker moved the suit bothered him terribly or he couldn't move his feet or he couldn't sleep. Because it's like George Lucas you need to calm down
0: <laughs> I mean we're getting off topic but like that's the kind of detail where I'm like does that matter? Does that come across at all in the end? I don't know. Another time what were we talking about?
1: Well, we were talking about all those grand Star Wars shows. Basically, there's a lot of ideas. I know people always have more and more to say about Star Wars. So I am still all for it until it seems to crash and burn for some reason.
0: I mean, my, my, I mean, I don't, I don't think that it'll crash and burn. It seems to me that, like a lot of franchises, it's kind of like has this aim of becoming incestuous with itself. It's mm. like... We heard that rumor a while back, where they want to have like, um, you know, like the Mandalorian run parallel to the Ahsoka show, run parallel mm-hmm. to the Grand Admiral Thrawn show, and this one kind of fits right in there. So they want the rumor is, and I can I can buy it that they yeah. want like a series of shows that you all you have to kind of watch all of them to get the full picture. In an attempt to monopolize your time As much as possible So like I'm fine with like a show Like make a show I can watch or not mm-hmm. watch it But it, it, it's this kind of, it's this shared universe They're all part of a giant puzzle thing That kind of has me yeah. a little bothered Because there's only so much of that you can really have And they are not the only ones doing it Obviously Marvel's is the one who kind of really kicked off this journey mm-hmm. And I'm wondering like How those shows will link up You know like uh, The fucking Winter Soldier WandaVision, Loki If they are going to be Um I'm gonna say that again. Incestuous in that way. We'll see. And we just heard uh, last week that HBO Max is not, um, you know, is not sitting idle during this. They're making a show, an unnamed show, set in Gotham City about the Batman. Oh yeah, yep. That's going to kind of um, take off the upcoming movie they have with Robert Pattinson as the Batman, called The Batman. And they didn't say, like, what it was about. I think they said, like, it was the myriad of compelling and complex characters in Gotham, which could mean anything. Um, but the point yeah. is, they they want to make a show that is set in the world, set up by this movie they are making. And from there, it's a quick jump to, oh, why don't we follow a character from the show and do a thing? And what Their adventures. It's all connected, which again, like it's something that Marvel has managed to pull off and not have the exhaustion. I don't think there's a, there's like room in the world for too much of that.
1: Yeah. This to me is an interesting case because first of all, you know, thinking about the Matt Reeves Batman, they're like, Oh, this is going to be completely separate from the DCEU. So it is, sort of kind of different from the MCU because they're like okay we've got our one movie universe and you gotta watch the movies and you gotta watch the tv shows to make sense of it but warner brothers is like well do you mind if we throw you another gotham city <laughs> i was like if i have to keep up with one more gotham city there's you know the Matt Reeves, you got whatever's going on in the DCEU EU canon. Um, Gotham just finished the show about okay, yeah. Gordon. Um, you've got the Batwoman Gotham City, and you have, yes, I guess all the other Gotham cities that have been going on. So they're they're really oh, and whatever the Joker, you know, timeline was taking place yeah. in. So they, I feel like they're really maybe it's not asking you to do a lot or to kind of suspend your belief yeah. and be like we have all these stories, you know, going on, but you're just going to have to make sure that you're keeping up with which is which. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so yeah. Like if you end up watching this show, which I think it's supposed to be about like the Gotham police department and
0: yeah, it, it wasn't super clear.
1: Yeah. Um, it's going to be like, okay, you know, fingers crossed then that Matt Reeves creates an interesting enough world for it to oh, support yeah. All the characters and you know in that environment,
0: <laughs> they're like banking on it, right? I mean, what if the Matt Reeves Batman's terrible movie? <laughs> and yeah. then they're like, well, the spinoff show will be better. I mean, we, yeah. we haven't seen it yet. Apparently, they're shooting again, but they're going to be in like all enclosed sets. They're yeah. going to like swear off outdoor shooting because yeah. of tearing up society, coronavirus. Thank you very much. All that stuff. Um. So yeah, I mean, obviously, it it, it just. I I see it, Mia. I see the looking glass, and I see these companies. (laughs) They don't just want to entertain us. They want to monopolize our time and be the only people who can entertain us. And you know what that translates to? Us buying the merch. Us getting the subscriptions. Us getting them on DVD. Getting the Steelbook editions on DVD. It all comes back to that. That's my conspiracy theory. That's what I think Mm. they're going to do. So I just want to draw attention to that.
1: It's the Baby Yoda model.
0: <laughs> well yeah, I mean they earned that one. And we'll see how it how it flies out. Any other thoughts you have on this? New Star Wars shows, new Batman shows.
1: Ooh, wow, 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 Again, what a lot A
0: dates of Dragons anniversary. <laughs> Read this, Mia. Have a good time.
1: <laughs> oh man. No, 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 no. I think I've my brain is scrambling now trying to keep up with everything going on yeah. now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Keep your ear to the pulse. What's going down? Um, are you watching or reading anything at the moment, Mia? And people in the comments, all you commenters, comment. I want to engage with you. Talk to me. Um, what are you watching out there? Or, you know what? You entertain yourself?
1: Yeah. So I had to backpedal for Umbrella Academy. Usually I'm oh, good yeah. at remembering things. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay so i had this weird thing backstory where i had to like swap netflix profiles and like that and ended up i I thought i recorded every single show that i had watched i was like okay i know i left off here here and here i did not record umbrella academy so i did not know what episode i left off on Um, like a a year ago so i was like i'm just gonna start from the beginning (laughs) so it is a it's a fun ride um i'm i'm back in the saddle and i'm excited for um the next season and I did watch the uh, the season two trailer. So it was like kind of spoilery. I was like, well, I figured they were going to, you know, do what they had to do and you know, save the world. Then it's like, oh, but now they aren't saving, you know, they have to re-save the world from what they're going to do. Um, save the world so in it,
0: another different a, way a second. A different yeah, apocalypse.
1: <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know, I'll just take what I know about what's going on now and what i know what's happening and just you know be surprised somewhere in the middle because it is you know like everything is surprise. i love the characters i forget how fun they are they're fun yeah um, and so yeah that's what that's what i'm watching i have to i was gonna watch um palm springs with andy Sandberg, but i'm gonna yeah. save that for this week and that looks pretty fun i'm a that's huge smart. andy Sandberg friend, friend fan i wish i was his friend <laughs>
0: I hope uh, that Mary J. Blythe shows back up and does more Rod Stewart covers. You know bit where she does like a stay with me cover in that show. Really, really <laughs> weird. Really fun. As uh, Ronald says, he makes fun of my Obi-Wan Kenobi pronunciation. I'm just um, inserting an H where there is none for for fun. Mixing it up. Fun pronunciation. Um, good. Yeah. Watching, oh, yeah, do you. Watch that. Uh,
1: I was going to ask what's going on in your area. What
0: are you watching? Okay. I want to do, okay. I've been watching The Perry Mason Show on HBO just because I guess what I'm doing this summer is watching 1930s uh, crime dramas set in LA right after Ponygraph City of, of Angels. And I got to say, it's starting to get pretty good. Um, I won't spoil it, but this last episode ended with John Lithgow's character, the lawyer E.B. Um, His fate is hanging in the balance, and I realize I genuinely want to know what happens, which is a cool. great sign. It means I'm in. It means I am involved with these people. Um, again, it is it is sort of HBO paint my numbers. Like, you know it's going to be polished. You know the performances are going to be good, and they are. The performances are all good. Um, you know that's it's on HBO – And it's been worked on. The the mystery is probably going to be tight. You know, it's going to be at least rewatchable. And so far, it's working for me. I like the sets. I like the mood. I like the actors, how the performances. Um, The plot has me wondering, who did it, Mia? There's a murder. Who did it? I need to know. And Mm. is John Lithgow going to get out of this predicament? Again, it it basically ended and we don't know if he, without saying as little as possible, is going to live or die. Which, um... We'll see next Sunday. If anyone else is watching Perry Mason, feel free to let me know. And come visit with me, EB. Also, I want to talk really briefly. I um, I don't, I mean, I like to read, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's, it's hard to find time sometimes, you know. But we wrote an article a while back about, like, great fantasy books by black authors. And mm-hmm. the author of this book retweeted us. So I was <laughs> like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get your book. So I got it. It's called, and then we're trying to get like an interview um, set up with him. It's called The Rage of Dragons by Evan Winter. And Mia, this book is really good. Like I've read my fair share of, you know, high fantasy books where it's, and you go on an epic quest to stop the dark Lord and there's dragons and such, you know, Lord of the Rings, Song of Ice and Fire. Um, the Wheel of Time I'm listening to now, Julie. <laughs> um, I'm still doing that. So it's still going pretty well I'm on the third book. But this was a, uh, it's, it's a very easy read. It moves faster than I have ever seen Ooh. a fantasy book before, which is great. Sometimes they're kind of like get lost in the weeds. And it's very different. Like this, The Rage of Dragons, Evan Winter takes place. Usually fantasy books kind of take place in a world inspired by medieval England, basically. Like, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it's just the default. Like, thank you, J.R.R. Tolkien. Like, it's not really his fault, but like he did, everyone yeah. else does it do. <laughs> there's swords, there's knights, there's armor, there's castles. It's just kind of the way it is. This guy is from South Africa, and he kind of sets it in like, inspired by ancient African history. Mm. So the setting is and it's just, it's really, really refreshing. Like I, I yeah. didn't realize how sort of bored I've been getting with knights and castles until someone come along like, oh, for something else. So the setting is great. The plotting is really, really quick. And um yeah, I'm like two-thirds through it, really enjoying it. And oh, Ronald, what? let me link you to that list. Yeah, a link now if you're interested blah, 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 blah. Nah, nah, nah. how about you what was the last thing that you read
1: Ooh, what was the last thing that I read nothing I hadn't read any fiction stories lately I had been like juggling like two or three different ones there was one um about a uh, a female television writer um, named Nell Scoville and I was kind of because I was like um, taking my comedy classes so it was kind of like interesting to read about you know her experience kind of being like a comedy writer that's
0: pretty cool um,
1: and then the ash ashley Eckstein also had a book um <laughs> the, it's kind of like middle schooly <laughs> the way it looks because it, it's like oh you know it's like a planner to help you plan your dreams and all your goals and stuff but yeah. it was still i still like reading about you know other people's stories finding how they found their success and all that stuff so I have not read any fiction in quite a while. Um, But that one actually sounds, it sounds actually like a book that um, I think like last year or something, Michael B. Jordan signed on to do a
0: like fantasy
1: project based in like, um, uh, it was like either African lore or kind of based on that, that same idea. So I'm like, wow, finally, you know, like a big change in fantasy. That sounds really exciting.
0: (laughs) There is like a movement of black authors in fantasy who, who are doing more of that. Like HBO is producing with George R, R. Martin actually a show called "A uh, Who Fears Death," which is based mm-hmm. on I forget the name of the author, but a black author who again has kind of an African inspired fantasy thing. So it, it's definitely like a movement. I mean, frankly, like with a uh, blank, like with Black Panther two, kind of making Afrofuturism. And vogue a bit more Yeah, there definitely seems to be a bit of a rising time which is great because I mean fantasy could use sometimes like um, an infusion of yeah. you know just a kick in the pants every once in a while and this, is, this yeah. is doing it nicely so yeah I thought it was really cool and again I mean I love to read but it's just, it's hard to find the time so when I can find something that you can just kind of sit down burn stuff yeah. with, and go back to it great any other thoughts Mia? Any of you out there what are you watching? Ronald says that Concrete Comics is black-owned with serious 90s X-Men heyday mm-hmm. feels. Concrete Comics. Cool. I didn't know that. Ah, good Concrete. I, I I do enjoy the old X-Men stories. Oh, we yeah. can discuss how they're going to grow up in the MCU. I'm sure they're going to. But we'll maybe that'll be next time. Um, by the way, if you want to get even more of us, even more articles, even more videos, with super special awesome prizes... That are themed around fantasy, sci-fi We've given away I gave away Game of Thrones Monopoly last month For our prize <laughs> Feel free to look at The Wit Club If you so desire I'll leave a link down there Mia, any other thoughts about anything at all In particular before we sign off?
1: Oh no, 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 no <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, no, no Well we are uh, available in podcast form uh, Anywhere you get your podcast I can go play, etc. and so forth Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for watching. We'll be back next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Talk more fantasy, sci-fi books, movies, TV, coronavirus, events. And uh, we'll see you then. Bye-bye, everybody.